Welcome to Podcast Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today I have the pleasure of having my friend Heather on the podcast. And we're going to discuss and talk about a question that I have long wondered. And I know many of you guys have wondered because some of you guys have come on my Ask Me Anything call and actually asked me about this topic. Or, you know, even some of my personal clients have asked me about this topic in the past. But, you know, so we're going to talk about is age just a number, but I'm going to give, give Heather a, a, a moment or so to introduce herself. Hello. Hi, Joseph. Thanks for having me. Oh, Happy and Single is a great podcast anyway. There's so much I'm sure that you talk about with your listeners. And I'm really excited just as a friend and colleague to share some time talking about if age is just a number with you. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because when we first started this, like I I was thinking this podcast was going to go in a certain direction and then I found out it wasn't. But it's like, I I really do. It's it's interesting because we talk about, you know, both the understanding community that you and I are both in. We talk a lot about how everything is just made of thought. You know, and I think each of us could tell stories about people that we know or, you know, stories that we've heard about relationships working out really well. Like I remember one, there's this book, it's called The Lion and the Lamb. And it was probably like it's roughly the, you know, early 1900s-ish. And so it might be a little bit different time period, but, you know, the man was 50 years old and he married a girl that was 25. And so it's like, you know, and, and they went on to do wonderful and extraordinary things. I think what's coming up for me now is you don't have to turn somebody down that you want to, like, one of the things I've told people in the past is like, how do you know if you can go out with somebody? And and I say, if you want to go out with them more than you don't want to go out with them, go out with them. You know, but I, I do, I think we get so hung up. I remember times in my life that I was like, oh, there was a time at college that was probably, I don't know, 20, maybe around 26, 27 or something like that. And it, and I took this girl out and I think she turned out to be like, I don't even remember exactly how old, but she was probably like 18 or 19 or something like that. And we didn't find out till the day because I, you know, I've been told by many people I look super young. And so it's like, it was just once the AIDS thing came out, it just went awkward. I mean, it was, it just <laughs> went so awkward because I'm thinking probably in my head, oh my goodness, this person's so much younger than I thought they were. And they're thinking in their head, this dude's so much older than I thought he was. And, you know, it's, so it's like, you know, and then, the, and then it just kind of went interesting and went kind of awkward. <laughs> but even looking back on that, it's like, I think we make way too big a deal about age. You know, now granted at the same time, I generally do look for somebody that's probably, you know, in, in their like er, early thirties or so. Cause like, you know, I still want to have, you know, when I get married, I want to have kids and all that other stuff. And so, I mean, it is, it is part of that too, but I think we do. I think we put so many rules around dating that it takes all the fun out of it. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? What's coming up for you? Yeah, I love this topic. Before I get into my own personal experience, 
I'll just agree with you in terms of like the amount of, I guess a lot of times people call them red flags that can actually stop someone from finding a really beautiful connection and how even, even starting to uh, try out spending time with someone and age can be one of those things, you know, aside from wanting to have a, a child, which then age does become a factor. But outside of that, then usually it's just a limiting thought or a limiting belief in some sense. Now, I will say that there are, you know, times when it might just be like an excuse when the person's not really that into you. Yes. Say, you know, so I will just say that, or I know men with me, especially they'll say, oh, age doesn't matter, you know, and I'm like, cool, like I get what you're saying, but no. <laughs> You know, it becomes like, it does sometimes not, it's not really the reason, but people will say it's the reason, um, you know, but other than that, there's so many things that, you know, I kind of joke around that all those things matter until you meet the person or someone that you're really connected with. And then all of a sudden, none of those things matter. Well, and, and I and I totally agree with a, a couple of things that you're saying because I've done it in the past. Yeah, it's like we find this person that is not what we want, but we think we have to disqualify them because it might be. And I can't remember if you use the term universe or God, but for me, it's God. It's like, well, yeah, what God. if God is? Go ahead. Yeah, it's God for me too. Okay, God for you. Okay, cool. Yeah. So if it's like God's telling me that I'm supposed to be with this person, well, if that was the case, you'd be feeling very lighthearted and joyful and peaceful feelings like it talks about in the Bible. You wouldn't be feeling, please, no, don't say yes. For the love, don't say that this is the person for me. It doesn't work that way. And I think we we live our lives in fear. And, and there's something that, there's something that, uh, I don't know who says this, but it was a quote that was shared by, you know, one of both of our mentors. Mm. Um, and he said, human beings are the only ones that will poop in their own nest in order to make themselves leave. And it's like, we do. We think, well, but that person's good enough. I, I should be happy with what I have. I should be happy with what I get. I mean, I don't want to be, I don't want to be alone and single. I, it must be my fault. I must have just spurned all of my amazing opportunities if they were amazing yeah. opportunities, then God would have said, hey, amazing opportunity. Oh, that's so rich. I, I've been thinking about this too, because it, it's so, it's not natural, but it's common for us to find all these reasons when it's really just a no, yes. because of maybe fears, or I think a lot of times the general collective kind of programming is to just settle and be happy for what you have instead of like really listening to your heart when you're like, yes, but I know that this isn't really the person, even though the person looks so good on paper. And, you know, I think it's really easy. I know myself, I've been there where I'm like, oh, maybe I should just, you know, do this and like have this taken care of or like have this. But really, it's just like all these reasons. And sometimes age is one of those reasons that we just try to find reasons because it's a no. Yeah. I mean, there's this, <laughs> uh, it, it is like we try, 
it, and it's interesting because there's plenty of times we have lots of thoughts about things. And it's like, if I don't want to go out with somebody, I don't have to go out with them. If, if people want to think whatever they think about me, and I've been told by plenty of people that I'm too picky in who I date, but I'm the one that has to go on a date with them. It, yeah. And I've and I've had dates that I've been on for an hour that have spent that have felt like an eternity, and some dates that made me never want to go on a date again. <laughs> you know, it's like and, and I mean, some people get this idea. Well, like I guess that's kind of a different topic, but. The thing I was going to say, along with this idea of it's a no, but one of the shows that probably has given me a ton of hope as a single person that I just love in general is called How I Met Your Mother. Have you seen it? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, there's a particular episode, and you might remember this one, and you guys can watch this clip on YouTube, but it, it talks about the difference between these two German words, and I don't know if they're totally made up because I don't speak German, but one is... um. Lego Lago Schietzel shots and one is Bana Hagelstein or something. And what suppose, at least in the show, it says about the Lego Lago Schietzel shots, it, it just says, like, that's the person that you're looking for. Like, it's just, it, it, it means, according to the show, a heart of, what is it? pure destiny or pure heart or something like that. I, I can't remember in this moment, since this is a live interview, I can't really look it up. Yeah. But it's like, oh, treasure of destiny or something like that. It's the thing that you want so much. And then he talks about this other word, the Bana Hagelegelstein. And he says, it's almost the thing that you want, but it's not. And, and we get this idea, like, which, which is funny, because we live in an abundant world. And the more abundance that you expect in your life and the more that you're willing to take the steps that God gives you, that the more you get. But it's like we we live in an abundant world and you know, Heavenly Father wants us to be happy. And we think, well, this is it, right? This is what you want me to have. And and everything is saying no. And and it's hard sometimes because when you are somebody else's you know, Lego Lago Schitzel shots, or they think you are, and you know they're not. <laughs> it's like, oh, crap. <laughs> oh, this conversation is so timely. You know, I know we've been meaning to do this for a while, but wow. And I love those two distinctions because I have really been in that lately where it just seems like, I don't know which one, but like, I am that for that person, but they are not for me. And I'm like, I get it. And like, it kind of makes me want it because like how much like they like me. And I'm just like, I actually wrote that down in one of my journals. Like, I'm just going to wait for the person that I feel that way about. And they feel that way about me because it's so tempting sometimes to like, to just like, you know, think, consider it, but I am with you in that I completely oh, did, believe did in you it. Did you just say the words to think, consider it? I, because I, <laughs> I think, I think you were so right. I think so many people in this like, space yeah. are worried about thinking to be considered about another person. Yes. To go and punch them in the face and tell yes. them they're a horrible human being and tell them they're the, that yeah. you're like, you, that they're the most unattractive thing in the world. I'm not saying any of those things, yeah. but I love what you said because think considerate, stop being considerate. 
Honestly, like I had, you know me, I'm older. I've been married. I've dated. I have dated someone way younger than me. And where I'm at right now is really realizing like that I'm, I'm almost too considerate, but also I realize I'm too considerate because there's still like a part of me that was going, well, maybe I should just keep them there in case. Uh, And then it really came to me like, I had the insight of like, you know, you got to also show God that you trust and that because I know that my person is coming at this point, like I know. And I would, but I was noticing these like being nice and like not upsetting everyone, even though telling them like, no, this isn't for me. I'm, you know, in this place or whatever, but just in my own mind, even kind of keeping them there in case until I and even knowing that this is probably not a great plan but when I really saw it the other day like right like if you know act like you know I don't think you're the only person that's kept no, someone in the I, face. I mean I mean it's natural and even for me like mm-hmm. I have fallen in love and had that really soulmate relationship a few times in my life. So I really know it's possible, but I think it's harder if you haven't really found it yet, or you don't know it's pot, or you're not fully convinced that it's possible. And as you know, our thinking can create all sorts of stories about why it might be possible for others and not for us. Our thinking is usually wrong. <laughs> yes. If it doesn't leave you feeling peace and joy, it's just overthinking. I, I call it crazy leprechaun thinking. It's just like, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense when you think about it. It's like a, you know, somebody that is just spouting off a ton of things. And, you know, I mean, in terms of, I mean, in terms of age, mm-hmm. I think we need to just give ourselves permission to ask for what we want because people can always tell us no, and we can always make extra efforts, but we have to give ourselves permission to ask. We also have to be like, you know, have permission to like, it's not about you when somebody says no, it's about them. It's about your, you don't fit what they want and you don't have to force that. Like I was talking to, I mean, I was talking to somebody about, cause you know, and I'll bring it up, you know, without sharing too much, but it's, you know, they were feeling kind of forced to be in a relationship because the other person doted on them and just loved them so much, but they didn't love them. They didn't love the other person. And I think so many people stay in those relationships because we're afraid. We're afraid and our fear becomes greater than our faith of not trusting Heavenly Father. We we tell him, this is this is something I've even been told. It's like, well, yeah, when when the person comes along that I'm ready for, then I'll leave this other person. And I'm like, that's not how faith works. <laughs> God guides us. God directs us and says, hey, take some steps. But but I do, coming back to this idea, because 
and, and I guess even if it feels right and if it feels good, you know, I know there's plenty of people that get married in Hollywood to like 80 year olds to like 30 year olds. And like, and even then, I don't think we should judge them because both people are agreeing to whatever they get out of that relationship. I'm, I'm not saying that I would do that. I, I think the interesting thing, I mean, and it's like, this is going much deeper and I, I don't know all of your spiritual beliefs. So we might be on the same page and we might not, but I believe after this life that we're going to be resurrected and we'll be resurrected back to like our, you know, roughly the prime of our lives, you know? And so it's like all these guys that ditch all of the, the women that they really love to date these super younger girls for reasons we won't mention on this podcast. <laughs> um, they didn't realize that if they would have just stayed with the other, they could have had that person in the prime of their life forever for all of eternity. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting because well, a couple of things that you said, you know, we can g give ourselves permission to ask what we want while trusting that God will give us what we need to get there. Because I think that there's too much focus on like what we want and then people miss like exactly the unperfect unfolding of that coming to fruition, which sometimes is you know, makes us, or I shouldn't say makes us, but offers us the opportunity to learn from ourselves through our experiences of dating. And I'll give you an a, a interesting tidbit that I learned. So uh, a couple of years ago, I was dating someone that was 16 years younger than me. And, you know, I, I was in my early 40s. And so I, I do look young for my age, but people could still tell. You know, we got interesting looks for sure. And even now, sometimes when I tell the story, people will say, oh, yeah, I can see how now you want someone who's like more knows themselves better, is more mature. And I'm like, honestly, he is so grounded in himself and always was even from his age. And I also learned that there's like there's um, I don't know if we want to call it like a portal, but it's like you get access to, 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 to energy and insight that if you date in your own decade, you don't get because they're just like a different, they, they're really a different, how they see the world is different, how they think about things, like how they grew up was different. And, and, you know, the person uh, that taught me this, he, he was saying how, you know, at, with evolution and how we actually get access to like, even parts of ourselves that we wouldn't necessarily, and we wouldn't be able to, in fact, if we were with someone our same age. And, you know, so I think that, I think that being open-minded is such an important part of not just like looking for the person that fits into the boxes or checks the boxes, but being open to the experiences that might be on offer for you to evolve and like even feel into some parts of yourself that are looking for more light or are looking for more freedom or are looking for, you know, unit unity with God. And, and speaking of experiences, I think it's important for people to understand 
like we are guided. We are so led and guided to the things that are good for us. You know, and I remember certain things in my life, especially relationships that I've been like, Heavenly Father's been like, yes, this is an amazing thing. And I'm like, do you understand the obstacles that would come with this? Do you realize what is going on? And we're like, and it's not that we don't want those things. I think sometimes we're afraid, but there is a way to know if somebody's good for us to date. It, and it's that inner compass, the spirit that just leads and guides us and points us and says, Hey, it, like, you know, the way I kind of phrased it is if I were God and I wasn't able to talk to my people that much necessarily in words and they'd listen to more feelings anyways, that anytime they were going towards something that was really good for them, I would make them feel really, really good. And any times they were going away from something or going towards something that was really bad for them, I would make them feel really, really bad. And if they were going for something that was meh, I'd probably make them feel meh. And so I believe that things in our lives should be heck yeses. They should be absolute yeses, like yes, 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 yes. Like take my money, yes. And so... When it comes to age, oh, the other part is like, I remember, you know, people kind of give girls sometimes a bad rap about saying, oh, I'm 25, I'm 25, I'm 25, I'm 25. I think it's actually kind of genius because what does it matter? Like people really often do act like their age. They're like, oh, well, I'm this age, I must act like this. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's so funny because I've been telling my son that because I turned 47 and I've been telling my son, he's 13. I've been saying, you know what? I'm going to just start acting my age. I'm going to start acting like, you know, what would a, what, what should a 47 year old act like? And he keeps going, no, mama, no. Like he gets, it bothers him. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just going to, and I just keep having this joke with everyone. Like, it's time for me to act my age. Like, I've got to grow up or like, I've got to just like stop wearing tight jeans or whatever it is. You know? Because we do have these, like, we still do have these sort of perceptions in, in society of like, what's appropriate and what's not appropriate without taking into account, you know, the, the soul and the, the heart. And like you said, I, I do want to just like, tell all the listeners, like rewind and listen back to what Joseph just said, because it's genius. Like we all need to remember that. Like if it feels good, there's something positive there. If it feels bad, you might want to look at why you're still attracted to that and going towards that. And if it's meh, you might want to stop trying to convince yourself it's good. <laughs> So I just want to highlight that because that's just like, we can, we could come back to that and remind ourselves of that all the time, because that's that beautiful guidance. But just one more thing about our culture of stereotypes. And I mean, I can't even tell you, like, I wear a lot of leopard print just as a joke, because I like it. It's cute. It's really cute. But it's also like, I have been called a cougar you know, so many times. And especially like, I'm so young at heart. 
And, you know, in our understanding in the work that I've done with hypnotherapy and three principles as well, like I don't have bitterness and anger and I'm very light. And so I tend to be attracted to that energy. And oftentimes that energy is just in a younger person that has it like, you know, carried on things over time and not let go and not healed and not, and I'm not saying that's everyone, but I think energy attracts energy and that, and that is when age is for sure, not a number. Well, and you brought up stereotypes and there's a couple of things that have come to my mind. I remember hearing that I, I talked to an individual that they'd gotten married and they married somebody, they were probably in their mid thirties and they married someone that was in their mid twenties or low twenties. And they might've even been in their late thirties. And it was interesting because the couple was totally happy with themselves from what I could gather. But the the younger girl said, do not tell anybody in this line what your age is at when they got married. And it's like, I, you know, and I think more of that is not on her. I think it's more on the culture. She's like, man, I love this guy, but dude, what if people knew? What if people knew actually how old they were? Yeah. You know, and, and also I would say that, you know, I, I've got, I, I know an individual, they got married when they were 42 and they married someone that was like 32 and they're very happy together, like incredibly happy together and not just happy, but they had, it was, you know, I think each of us have plenty of experiences if we're listening to the spirit that point us in the right direction. Yeah. They really do point us and say, Hey, I know what I'm doing. You know, like God's up there, like, I know what I'm doing. You can trust me. And it, and so I would say the most important thing about is not to make age an issue. Now, granted, if, you know, if somebody's like 70 and they're hanging out with at a club with 20 year olds and the 20 year olds are getting creeped out, then yeah, leave them alone. But like, you know, but if they're literally just, oh man, I'd really love to explore where this goes with this person and they'd love to explore it too. But I can't because the age gap, you don't, like even at a deeper level, you know, I, did, I just finished this, I came back from this training that I was, we were talking about earlier and it was mostly about cutting all the ties, unleashing ourselves, wow. you know, taking off the leashes that everybody else has told us to put on that we've put on. Nobody can put a leash on you. You can tell everybody off. It doesn't matter what they say. It's only it matters when you start to believe what other people say. Mm-hmm. So like if you're like God guides us through our desires. If he's placing a desire in you to get to know somebody that is a different age range, then you can ask him about it and say, "Hey, I'm really I really do want to get to know this person, but there's all this age stuff that comes into play. Well, God's like, I don't know, zillions of years old or however old God is. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that he's not up there like, you know, Joseph, that girl's, that girl's five years younger. That girl's 10 years younger. <laughs> yeah. And, and people really can be old souls. Like, oh, yeah. Like you're saying, it's so true, you know how 
it would be more of a leash that someone else took on, especially if there's a genuine desire and connection, then it really does become uh, more about letting other people's, not even other people's judgments, but potential judgments. That's that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, potential uh, judgments. Because you know, potential. Yeah, because like it's usually made up in some ways, like like what would people think instead of like what do I think and what feels right for me. And those judgments can get heavy. They can feel heavy. They're like. But but they only feel heavy if we matter. Like if somebody walks up to me and says, "Hey, Joseph, you're, I don't know, a Martian or something like that," I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> like, yeah. you know. But if somebody comes up and says, "Oh, Joseph, you're getting old," or "Joseph, you're too old to date that girl," or "Too young to date that girl," or whatever, only I can let those things seep in. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And and to me, that's where our value, that's where all of our experiences have value. Because if somebody said that to me and it did seep in and it made me feel some type of way, well, then I know there's that's a part of myself that is looking to be set free. And so I think that all of those experiences, that's why I don't like all these labels or even when someone's hurt from the past and then they label someone a narcissist or something. I don't actually like I, I hate I hate that word. Oh, same. my. But really what is happening is it's preventing the person from healing because that's it's putting the pain that they're feeling on the other person instead of realizing that it's an opportunity for themselves to like feel into like beliefs or judgments or thoughts or things that they have about themselves that is looking for light. And that's where I think all of this gets mixed up with like, oh, bad or good or yes or no, even instead of it being every experience is an opportunity opportunity for you to get closer to your own peace and contentment which is also going to be your fulfillment with someone else if we're willing to take it as that opportunity instead of just be like oh i have bad luck or it's not for me or that person is a narcissist or da 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 da, da instead of like having the opportunity to become more unleashed as a result Oh, it is, it is funny. I, I can't get over that word narcissist because, oh my goodness, I hear it so often. And forgive me if you guys are listening and use that word, but I, I don't know. It's just like, it's not up to us whether somebody loves, like if somebody loves themselves and they think they're awesome, cool. That doesn't mean you have to go out with them. That doesn't mean you have to keep talking about them because the more you talk about them, the more you're keeping the memory alive. It's like on the movie Coco, you know, they talk about the only way to keep us alive is by keep talking about us. Yeah. The only way to keep your exes alive or to keep talking about them. And if you really loved them that much that you want to keep them alive. Yeah. And it's not trusting in God, because if you're trusting in God, then you would understand that that person was selfish or did what they had to do for themselves to because they were not right for you and you weren't going to leave them. Like for me, I know I was, I was with someone that I know I wasn't going to leave, but it was not right for me. So I would just say, God, 
take him out of my life because I can't, like, I just can't. And I know, and sure enough, it happened. And if I told that story, everyone would be like, he's a narcissist, but really I needed that to happen to get hit. Like I needed him out of my life. I mean, that point you just made about, you know, it, like it, it's not so much about them being a narcissist. It's just cool. Well, that person's not right for me. I, I think we do spend so much time judging other people. And, and here and here's what just came to me. It's like because we want them to be the puzzle piece that fits. Yes. And they're not the puzzle piece that fits. And so yes. it's like no matter how hard I try to smash that puzzle piece into the spot, it's not gonna fit. Exactly. And I'm gonna waste a lot of time. It's like if you're actually doing a puzzle, which I enjoy doing puzzles, like if the puzzle piece doesn't fit, the puzzle piece doesn't fit. Like in the other thing I was going to say, as far as processing things, because it just came up, I'm not sure. Are you an artist way person? Yes. <laughs> Morning pages are the greatest yes. thing ever. I'm a writer. So I journal, I'm a journaler. I've journaled for like decades. Well, and and, I've, <laughs> and that's awesome. And I've just started like, I could almost just call them pages. Yeah. Because even throughout the day, if I start getting off a bit or I have something that I need to process I just keep a, like a regular notebook. I don't do her giant journal anymore because the pages were way too big for me to say I had to get three pages done every morning. Yeah. But doing three pages in a notebook and then throughout the day, if I have stuff that comes up that I just have to shred out and I write so fast because it's not about the writing. And especially if I write stuff that I want nobody to ever read, I don't yeah. even write real words. I just scribble. <laughs> like I really do because, but that is so healthy for processing, but I'm, I'm loving how, like what I'm taking so far from this conversation. Number one, you don't, if you don't want to date somebody, don't date them. You don't have to make up a bunch of reasons. You don't want to date them. It's not there for you. It's not there for you. Yeah. Number two, we don't have to place labels on other people. We simply have to allow them to be them because that's who they're going to be. And yes, you wanted them to be your person and they're not, or they're not yet, but they're not going to, it's not going to be you staying in a relationship that's going to generally change them. It's going to be the person that comes back years later that might be, you know, insert name here, 2.0 or 3.0 or 9.0. Is it? And one other really cool thing that I got from, you know, both of our mentor, Michael Neal, and I was talking to him yesterday was... Every single time you interact with a person, they are a different person. You know, and if you see a person new and fresh instead of the person that hurts you, the person that screwed you over, the person that did whatever, they were a totally different person at that time too. And they were just doing the best thing knew how to survive. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to hold on to that. Like you don't have to stay in a relationship with them either. But like, if you could take away all of your judgments that you place on all the people that you think of wanting to date, if you want to date them more than you don't, date them. And if you don't, then don't, because they deserve somebody that's going to love and care about them too. Yeah. That's a really good point. Because... I believe when we do what's right for us, like when I do what's right for me, it's right for everyone in my life. 
And that hits home so hard with that because it's actually right for the other person for you to not lead them on. Just because you're, you want to see, you want to, you're hoping it could be something. And just like that person that left you, it's not about you. It's because it really wasn't right for you. And, you know, something I got from this conversation or that I think is worth noting that you said too, which was fear, not faith. And I think when we can just keep coming back to like, okay, choosing from faith, not fear, (laughs) we're really going to make choices that are truly right for ourselves, which is again, going to be truly right for everybody else in our lives. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just thought of something. It's like, so at, at this training, I, I painted, I drew this actually, I, I got to show you because it's really cool. Okay. So you could talk about this topic for a day. So I wasn't, I wasn't a natural artist. And then I started drawing. I probably have less than a hundred hours of drawing talent. And, you know, and I, and I drew this little guy and it took me like 30 minutes or something like okay. that. But, yeah, yeah. But, so this was a drawing that we did at the training and I called it act in faith because Mickey, the source's apprentice, all he does is just start trying stuff. Oh, cool. I'm going to see, I'm going to see how I can make this better. Oh, I'm going to make these buckets go do all the work. And the, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Okay. I'm just making sure. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you know, like so I'm make this stuff, like where he's a sorcerer and then all the yes. stuff starts dancing to the music and yes. And, and, and what happens when he gets in over his head? The sorcerer comes in and saves him. <laughs> yeah. He's a little bit wiser. He's a but yeah, the sorcerer comes back in and saves him. And I think the same with us when we just act in faith. Yes. God comes in and saves us. Yes. Get, or, or he'll give us the tools to save us. But yes. most people sit around not even wanting to move, not even wanting to take a step because they're like, I really, really want to go date that person, but I can't because they're X amount of years older. And some people's X amount of years older is like two, <laughs> three. You know, it, it's funny because we think, you know, oh, that person's rules are this. And I remember the first time I heard of a guy that, you know, he, he was 25 and first and, and he was marrying a girl that was 18. And first I was like, dude, you're 25 and not married. You're a pathetic loser. And, and then I was like, you're, you're going to date it. You're going to marry a girl that's seven years younger than you. Really? And, and I still remember that because it's like, what was it? Why? He didn't care. Like I wasn't any, I wasn't of any importance in his life. I was just some random guy that had thoughts about what he was doing with his life. For sure. Like, who are you to say? And I mean, I think that's also where it is nice to have for anyone listening to and for ourselves is just to have that compassion because we do make those judgments. And also we make those judgments of ourselves. And that's why it's so valuable to keep coming back to our faith and like our spirit and recognizing that, um, you know, there's always, there's infinite possibilities if we're willing to just go beyond our own fears, as well as our own judgments when we're making choices or even just connecting with other people. Yeah, well, and it's like what was coming to my mind is ask for what you want. So <clears throat> if you want to go out with somebody, ask them. Yeah. And the other thing that's coming up is if somebody asks you out, don't be offended. Don't make it about you. I remember the first time I ever went to 
they've got some of these these gatherings of like 31 to like 99 right and so it's i remember the first one i went to I had a lady old enough to be my grandma look at me like that, like checking me out. And I was just like, ew, gross, creepy, yucky. And I like ran out of the building. <laughs> Instead of like looking back, that was so silly. Like I can have fun with that. No, granted, like if they're being inappropriate, like I don't have to sit and talk, take that. But it's like, was it really that big a deal that some lady found me attractive? Like, I mean, heaven forbid. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like, what does it matter? Like we, I mean, no, Grant said if she, like, we don't have to do that. And so like, ask for what you want. If you want to go out with somebody, and especially if you guys both want to go out, yeah, people are wanting to go out no matter their age difference. And they're really excited and like, oh yeah. man, I love this experience. Then go out with them. Yeah. And if, and if somebody asks you out, that's too, that you feel is, not what you want in any case it doesn't matter just age i think we make up tons of rules it's yeah. like if you don't want to go out with them you don't have to yeah. I, I go on very very few dates because i don't want to yeah exactly. enough pathetic dates go ahead yeah well my last tip is just don't <clears throat> ask your friends and family what they think about it. unless you want the answer <laughs> because it's they're they're also coming from <laughs> limited like their level of consciousness around it and their thinking around it and I know a lot of my friends I don't have this but a lot of my friends they talk too much about their dating experiences with their friends and family and their friends and family are constantly telling them to settle because their friends and family would just feel better if they had someone and, you know, like, that's always my advice is like, just don't, well, especially if you're just exploring it, you're excited, but it feels scary or like they're, you're worried about the judgment. Don't ask for other people's opinion because they're only going to see it from their level of thinking around it. That's not how that doesn't have all the information that you have within you. And we're not even looking for their advice. We're looking for validation. Like when exactly. I pull up a, when I pull up a picture and show it to a friend, like, hey, what do you think? I want I want him to say, man, she's hot. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, or, or something along those lines, or she's attractive, or, you know, she's great. But then the friend shows you a picture, and like, oh, what do you think? And you're like, <laughs> what do I say? I don't want to lie. Or like they're too oh young or like, is, is this person too old for me or any of these questions? And then it actually really can start to kind of seep into people's minds and then they can start to convince themselves of things that aren't true. That is so true. So well, this has been a fun conversation. I, I want to at least give you a minute or so to let, let people know how they can connect with you and find you. And I know we're, we're pretty much up against time. So go ahead and tell people how they can connect with you if they want to. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. This is a fun conversation for me too. Um, well, my name is Heather Keys. My business is Hypno Heather and I can be found on the internet <laughs> as well as I do have a YouTube channel that is, uh, we're just going to start building the community this month. So my YouTube is going to start to take off and I talk about all sorts of things, uh, relationships and business and, and life. And, you know, through the lens of really, like I was saying today, we really have the opportunity through every experience, through every challenge in our lives 
to grow and become more free within ourselves. And so also I have an Instagram, Hypno Heather. So if you search Hypno Heather, you can find me. Well, Heather, thank you so much. This has been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed it and I will uh, appreciate you joining us. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.